Welcome to The Good Work, a podcast and video series that follows the event company, an event design company that specializes in corporate, nonprofit, and social events. Our passion lies in creating one-of-a-kind events that share the good work of organizations we are fortunate to collaborate with. Tune in for conversations with leaders of these great groups, our best advice for your next event, and some behind-the-scenes moments. Now, let us show you the good work. In this episode of The Good Work, we will introduce to you Joel Thompson, CEO at Fernson Brewing Company. Fernson is one of our favorite spots in Sioux Falls, not only for their great beer, but for their generous and giving spirit. Today, we'll talk about the story behind Fernson, their unique branding that we love so much, and why they choose to be involved in the Sioux Falls community. Please welcome to today's podcast, Joel Thompson. Welcome to this week's vodcast. I'm so excited to have Joel Thompson of Fernson here. Welcome. Yeah, thank you. I'm excited to be here. This is your first time in our office, it's too. Beautiful. Oh, gosh, beautiful. thanks. Who, it's... Does, who does the design work? I know, crazy. Is it you? Yeah. Really? <laughs> Actually, my husband did quite a bit of it, really? to be honest. Yeah. So, cool. I mean, as a builder, he uh, kind of knows the ins and outs of yeah. what things should look like. And when we took over the space, there was actually all these offices here, kind of where we're sitting at now. There was some glass paneling in between. And it just reminded me of super structured used car salesman. Sure, sure, I don't yeah. know. It just wasn't us. So we do all the collaboration at the table. We've got these separate offices, separate rooms, but we just work so well together. Yeah. So nobody really ever sees the offices. It's a good space. I'm glad you didn't see all the dust bunnies in there. That's okay. <laughs> it's, it's very much okay. Well, we are so excited to have you here because we're going to talk a little bit about the story behind Fernson how you got involved, and all really that you guys do throughout the community, because it's so admirable. We try to align ourselves with incredible brands and those that also give back, and you are absolutely one of them. So, Thank you. Yeah. Thank how you. did you get into beer? You yeah, personally. Yeah, kind of <laughs> wild. Uh, so my brother actually started the company with a friend, and uh, so Blake Thompson, my brother, Derek yeah. Fernholtz, his partner, and uh, the business was going going great right away. They started it. In February of 2015. Wow, uh, crazy. Yeah, right. And and I mean, it started well before that. Yeah. These things take a long time yeah. to to ramp up. Uh, and for the first couple of years, they they ran it pretty much just the two of them and and another guy, uh, kind of kind of on the sales side. Yeah. And I uh, I was working in a medical device company that yeah. I had helped some doctors start, and that was going great. And and so Fernson uh, kind of taken off. They the guys realized pretty quickly that they really loved the production of beer and uh, wanted to focus on that and needed somebody to come in and run the business and so they asked me to come and I there you I are jumped ship of the medical device company and and here I am that's where I first met you was the medical device yeah. when you were doing um, iBrain mm-hmm. right and you were traveling between here and California and that's where I met you and I heard yeah. this awesome story about the Mitchell guy the Mitchell doctor and yeah. all these different things we met at one million cups where a lot of fun relationships start right. and here you are now. It's so crazy. It is crazy. Almost four years. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a weird jump to go from uh, to go from medical device. Uh, we always make the joke because uh, <laughs> we had a chronic headache treatment. That's what the device was. Uh, so and now the beard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
I get it. <laughs> everyone's laughing too. Don't everyone's laughing. So, so what does your day look like day in and day out? I mean, you're doing a lot of stuff because you've done some <clears throat> social media pieces. You're buying donuts yeah. for the team. Yeah, you're doing right. a lot of stuff. Yeah, I love but. donuts. Uh, it's, I mean, really a brewery is a, an interesting place to work because it's so many different facets of, I mean, it's a factory on one hand. Yeah. Uh, we make, we make beer and, and try to make a lot of it. Uh, it's, it's, Obviously, the the team uh, keeping the team online is is the biggest part of my job. Uh, I also manage the finances. Yeah. Then there's like logistics of of finances m- are not the sexy part. No, I not do at all. not like that part of business. Not at but, all. Uh, but yeah. necessary. Yeah, evil, it, yeah I guess. you kind of need to get paid. Yeah. Um, yeah. Logistics. Really, more, I focus more on paying, paying people <laughs> than getting paid. But um, yeah. So uh, I mean, hospitality is a big yeah. part of what we do. Right. Uh, and so it's like. You, it's not really one focus. There's yeah. there's ten different things to to be working on at any time, and thankfully we've got a great team who who uh, helps a lot. Yeah. Uh, but I get to kind of help conduct the orchestra. Right. Good for you. And yeah. you've got obviously your family's here, so starting the company was important to be able to start here as well. But you guys could have gone to other smaller communities as well, right? To start, yeah. The brewery, yeah. why here? Why? Yeah, so why Sioux Falls? When my brother, when so I grew up here. Yeah, uh, that's the that's the really short the really short answer. Uh, when my brother got into brewing beer, he actually was in winemaking in California before mm-hmm. that. And uh, really wanted to live in South Dakota and uh, just recognized that making world-class wine from South Dakota was uh, a challenge because the grapes are so important mm-hmm. and our climate just doesn't – it's not conducive to world-class world class grapes. Um, and so he, he said – well, how do I how do I make something world class and live in South Dakota? And the next closest thing was beer. So he went to UC Davis and got his uh, master's in brewing, and then wow, moved. that's a thing. Yeah, yeah. Wow, right? so <laughs> crazy. cool. Uh-huh. Wow. Uh huh. And it's one of the best programs on earth to that's to incredible. get that from. Um, and then moved back and and was just really passionate about it. But but overall, it's home, uh, mm-hmm. and we love it. Yeah. So you guys started out on Rober. Yeah. And if not, if those that are listening or watching don't know, it's out past the airport. Do you say past the airport? I just say in that industrial area. Yeah, I usually area. say like North Cliff and I ninety. Yeah, just that's just north of I ninety. Yep, that's better than out by the airport, like I say. But um, I remember my first time there was was one of your opening nights. It was like a soft launch that week, and it was packed. I mean. The, there were so many people there from the community. You had CEOs, business people, all these different walks of life that were there to support. Um, how does that make you feel to see all these people really rallying behind the Fernson brand? Yeah, it's been really – I mean, it's been amazing. Like uh, anytime you can get people excited about what you're doing, yeah. like that, that's uh, some some fodder for the flame. Um, I, I think – we were lucky to work in a in an industry and and with something that beer that people get excited about, yeah, uh, and usually aren't bummed out to be around. Um, I, I, so people, yeah. it, it's it's the the hook is not overly difficult, but right. the way our community has embraced it has been amazing. I mean, from from events to just showing up in our tap rooms Mm -hmm. and and our tap rooms aren't necessarily in the most, uh, convenient locations either. So people are traveling to get there. Um, just, I mean, support top to bottom has been, has been amazing. The news, the news organizations in town, they, they tend to love a beer story. Uh, so we get, yeah, we just get excited when everybody else gets excited and it, luckily we get to work in something that people find exciting. Yeah. And you've done a really great job though, the entire company over branding though. That's a big part of 
I think, and I'm not going to say it's a big part of your success because I don't, I don't know your books and I don't want to, I don't want to sure, do the, sure. your financial <laughs> sure. side like I just said, but I think branding is so hugely important because people connect with those pieces, right? right. When you see that symbol of Apple, you connect with high quality, never going to break down, great products, good story. You know, people connect with that and you've built that story really just around the brand. Right. And from my perspective, an outsider's perspective, I feel like that's really a great job or, or really a, a tribute to your success. Well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, we have a, a full-time designer on staff. His yeah. name's Mitch Torbert. And our marketing director is a 23-year-old kid named Evan Richards. And, and yeah. the two of them, he's also a designer. And uh, the two of them work great together. And uh, they just keep pushing our brand forward, which has been has been really fun. I think overall, beer as a whole is, is really tricky because we're, I mean, we are competing with uh, the the really big beer makers of the world, yeah. and uh, when you go to some place like High V or JJ's, you see this wall of beer. Yeah, and there's really there's really only one way to stick out because our, our our biggest challenge we feel like having really high quality beer is is an expectation. Like mm-hmm. that's not that's not a negotiable. Like we yeah. have to have really high quality beer. Uh, so we have to focus on other things to, to get people to pick it up. And mm-hmm. the two things that we've really focused on have been the design aspect. Like if it looks good, people are more likely to pick it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then also the relationship aspect. Uh, those two things, you know, whether it's, whether it's in a restaurant, having, uh, having one of our people, having created a relationship with mm-hmm. a, a bartender or a right. server who can, you know, even in a restaurant, there's there's twelve to twenty four tap right. lines, and and how am I going to choose? Uh, well, getting getting mm-hmm. a bartender or a or a server to to say, hey, like you should try Fernson. Yeah, like, talk about got it. This, we've got this local brewery, and the people are people are really great to us, and uh, so we really try to focus on on being thoughtful and in, in our relationships and and how we approach design. And it is a really good beer. And uh, I think I think so. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, th- thankfully, uh, Blake, my brother, yeah. and and Derek have done a, a great job of of consistently putting out quality product. You know, over the years, so I think, um, I mean, you talk about that connecting piece and the people that are behind the brand. And I mean, over the years, we, I think everybody has connected with a beer or a drink or a brand in some way, yeah. shape or form. And what I think makes it even better is that it's local, right? Yeah. I think over the years, and I have just seen this transition. I grew up in family business. And so as my, uh, my in-laws fought my everybody that I've really been surrounding my life with has all had local businesses and companies. So for me, that local spirit seems to, there seems to be a shift in these last few years. Do you agree or oh, do you just see it more now? Cause you're in the business. Right, I totally, maybe? I totally agree. I, and, and beer over the last, uh, even since I joined the company, but when the guys started, there were about 1800 breweries in the country. Now there's over 7,000. Crazy. This is, That's this so crazy. Less than four years later. Wow. And there's another two or three thousand in planning, and so so beer is becoming hyper local. Like yeah. it's, it's very focused. But uh, when <laughs> when we think about uh, people kind of falling in love with our brand or or wanting to support us and becoming fans, uh, I was at the state fair I think two years ago, and uh, our beer was not at the state fair, which kind of bummed me out because we're yeah. South Dakota's biggest brewery yeah. and should probably be represented right. at the yeah. state fair. Uh, and I was with my my girlfriend's family and Leonard Skinner was playing a show that night. And awesome. we were like, well, we're 
in here on South Dakota at the state fair. What else are we going to do? So, so we went, the four of us, her parents and, and the two of us, actually her sister was there too, uh, went to this Leonard Skinner show and I saw a guy who, who had snuck in two cans of Shy Giant or IPA. Oh, awesome. And I was <laughs> that's like, so awesome. that's amazing. That's somebody who, who loves it enough to bring it, it in as contraband and, <laughs> and sneak incredible. it in. Yeah, it was That's great. incredible. I talked about that just a few minutes ago to some the girls on our team about even being recognizable throughout social media and Facebook. I was at an event. Um, Elizabeth Hunstad was there, a few other of our yeah. friends. And these two girls came up and they, I swear to God, they thought I was Janet Jackson, like some movie star. They're like, we follow you on Facebook. And they were just these fan. And I was just like, oh my gosh, like we've made it. Like I feel yeah. like, you know, you're at this point where you're like, wow, we are something. And you are a brand that people recognize and they understand. And we hear that occasionally where people are like, oh, it's an, it's the event company's event or, yeah. you know, they can just feel because it feels good or, or whatever. Whatever yeah. it looks like. And it's weird to be the outsider and to hear them chatter about it and just listen in. It's pretty fun. It is so cool. <laughs> it so just kind of cool. gives you goosebumps in a sense of saying like you're a part of this yeah. and you helped build this and craft this. And yeah. now you've got these fans all over the country that are a part of it. And Well, you guys, I mean, consistently putting out and, and creating great events. Uh, Thank you. It goes a long way. Yeah, we love it. Easy. We love it. So we talk about across the country where you're everywhere, though, I feel like I feel like when I'm in Rapid City, I see you Fargo. I mean, you're yeah. What's your distribution look like now? Yeah, so we are statewide in South Dakota, okay. uh, which is really yeah. our, our primary focus. Uh, we are in the parts of, of eastern North Dakota that have people. So <laughs> Uh, Fargo and it's funny I make that joke because South Dakota (laughs) is the exact same uh, Fargo Grand Forks uh, Bismarck and then kind of the Detroit Lakes area so we kind of cover western Minnesota uh, down to northwest Iowa and Omaha and Lincoln Nebraska yeah 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 um it's a that's another tricky thing about what we do is is it like there have to be has to be present like people right. have to be there uh and where we're at geographically it's a few and far between yeah. and so uh what we're creating is something that to make it work as a business it you have to be able to move a certain amount of of beer right. and uh so so it's been really interesting to learn uh learn and try to figure out that story problem and how to make it work have did you I guess and maybe this is a question for the whole team in general, mm-hmm. but ever think you would be where you are right now? I mean, you're four years in, and you know, for for us anyway, I always tell people like I I knew that we would do really great things. I just didn't realize where it would all take us. Like having clients in Thailand and all these different spots, Whoa. and you're know, working with all these different cool organizations and groups, and I just didn't imagine it would be like that. Um, and I didn't have the best business plan in place, to be honest with you. Sure. I mean. There's some entrepreneurs that have nothing in place. You know, I started yeah. the company with a, I needed an $80 printer. That was it. So for you, did you guys ever imagine you would kind of be where you are in that essence? I mean, was this part of the plan? Yes and no, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, it's an interesting question for me to answer because I didn't start yeah, it. Right. Um, I think, I think there are aspects of, I, I, so the goal right away, because uh, if, if we kind of zoom out and look at, at where we're at, uh, the opportunity that the guys saw and, and the reason they started a brewery of, of this size was because there wasn't another production brewery anywhere close. Really, Shells and New Ulm is is yeah. it. Uh, and then besides that, you have to go to Omaha or Minneapolis or Fargo. Uh, and mm-hmm. there just wasn't anything around um, of that of that magnitude. And so uh, 
I think they they really hoped and planned to be geographically where they're at. I don't think they could have the foresight to uh, see how the industry was going to change so much in such a short amount of mm-hmm. time. Um, but I think there are things like like we won a, a an amazing award at yeah. the World Beer Cup yeah, yeah, yeah. that no like <laughs> I wish I could replay it. like I wish there was video of how we reacted to that uh, because you just couldn't foresee that coming yeah. at, at all and that that kind of clicked on to a bunch of other opportunities that uh, wouldn't have happened without the award. How and awesome! Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was, it was amazing. Uh, I remember the, watching it all throughout social media and just the playbacks of it, and you can't help but even back in the small state of South Dakota being so proud of something that came from our area, yeah. right? Yeah, that's one thing I, I love about being here is people tend to rally around yeah. things that are of interest or exciting yeah. uh, because there's just inherent – because there's less people, there's just less of them. <laughs> and then, and uh, they can – yeah, they, they just having that close relationship with the people who are interacting with our brand uh, – that's fun. And yeah. I think it's exciting for, for them to some extent. I, I It's tough for me to say because I live yeah. in it. but uh, No, I see it because, I mean, we've got friends that are diehard, diehard ferns and folks and trivia and they're literally at everything. Yeah. Ferns and Fest, all these different things. And then we have other friends that are wood grainers. You know what I mean? Right. And the nice part is, is and what I love about this community – is that everybody gets along, right? Mm. We all are there to be so supportive of each other and whether it's Remedy or whoever it happens yeah. to be. I mean, everybody is so supportive, which is great. And it's fun to see on social media too because you guys put that out there, which is yeah. even better. Um, but people connect with those different groups. I mean, just like Bushlight and Miller Light, right? Right, right. <laughs> right? I mean, one likes one and one likes the other. I mean, yeah. people have that connectivity. And I think that's being local and seeing that story play out all throughout social media, the awards that you're winning and the events that you're a part of, um, people connect and they feel like they're a part of that success too yeah yeah and it's a, a, a note about uh the other breweries in town like it's so it's so friendly and collaborative yeah. and it's really cool to be part of an industry that is so friendly right. uh there are a couple very big breweries who i think everybody sees as if we can get some if we can convince somebody to drink craft beer whether it's mine or yeah. or wood grains or remedies or right. or surleys or just some somebody's yeah. like just opening that door to to what we believe is a is a a product that's worth paying attention to mm-hmm. uh, especially if you're interested in drinking beer right uh that's been really actually really fun uh, about our our position and uh, lion's paw uh, which is our lager it's our mm-hmm. most straightforward beer uh in general it's 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 been fun to introduce people to craft beer mm-hmm. i think because there wasn't that production brewery that was really close or yeah. production craft brewery i guess uh real close uh we've had this opportunity to kind of help bridge people from just your your miller lights which i i, I love miller yeah. Light. i'd probably drink sure? more miller light than i do anything else <laughs> um but but to to introduce them to this this world of craft beer which is fairly unique uh, is has been a fun, a fun kind of torch to carry. And you do some of that through events, which is awesome. Yeah. And that's, I mean, we have the opportunity of doing fun, different things together, whether we're featuring you or at your facilities, uh, which is awesome. I yeah. mean, it's always fun to be able to see that and be able to say we're serving Fernson at this one, or we're serving wood grain or remedy, or we're yeah. doing different events wherever. So it's been fun, but you guys are also so very giving back to the community. 
how does that happen? Because it just it it's not just a phone call and a call up and we want to be a part of this because you're very deliberate in different actions that you do with like the zoo or yeah. different partnerships that you're part of. But how does that all happen? Do you guys <laughs> just sit around a table and you say, "Yep, we're going to do this," or um, like what what does that look like yeah, from your you side? Way too much credit for being deliberate. About it. <laughs> well, some people are. Uh, some people, there you are know. certain projects yeah. that there is definitely more yeah. uh, intention yeah. than than <laughs> others. We try to, you know, we uh, we always make this joke that we are beer rich and cash poor, yeah. and and yeah. thankfully we've got we've got a couple of locations or venues that uh, serve as pretty solid places to hold hold events. Right. But we we. If we get donation requests or or anything from from local charities or organizations that are trying to do something something good, mm-hmm. uh, and we can help in that way, uh, people are usually pretty quick to jump on that, and we pretty much never say no. Yeah. Um, as far as the zoo or or Sanford International, yeah, yeah. Uh, those are our two biggest fundraisers that we we really put some thought and time mm-hmm. to. Um, they they've come about just fairly organically through through relationships. Uh, Hy-Vee has been an amazing partner mm-hmm. on on Zubrew, and uh, they are willing to match whatever donation that we it's we incredible. give, which is which is really cool. Um, yeah, relationships those 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 just kind of started. Isn't it funny? By, yeah, you, I mean that's another cool thing yeah. about this community is is uh, you're not very far from a person who can can introduce you to somebody who right. can make it like yeah it, it's easy to it's easy to start those conversations and uh we've been in this unique position once again beer it's a it's something that people want to be a part of and uh it's going to be at most of these events mm-hmm. anyways we might as well make something special out of it uh instead yeah. of just your you know, kegerator with a, a keg of Bud Light. <laughs> yeah. uh, like we like to put a story behind it. Right. And, uh, I, I think that we're in a unique position where we can. Yeah. And I think where you, when you talk about relationships and those people that you're having conversations with and how things sometimes just happen organically, right? Right. Um, I think that's as starting as a, as a new entrepreneur or starting a new company, one of the hardest things I found out was just asking people, right? Yeah. Like, how do I get connected to this person? Yeah. Or do you have a couple names that you would suggest? I mean, that's all I that's what I think is always that barrier when you're first starting out a company is you don't know who to ask or whatever it looks like without pouring thousands and thousands of dollars into advertising right. and promotion of the company. And our business is so very word of mouth. And I would guess to say you spent yours is you've got quite a bit as well. That's word of yeah, mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Almost yeah. entirely. Yeah. And it's awesome to see that story because we, I think we've, it's hard to tell your story sometimes because you don't want to, I mean, you're very humble and, um, you just try to keep stuff quiet, but when, when you're winning incredible awards like you guys have done, whether it's locally, regionally, or nationally, um, it's always we like I said before, we always connect on that backside because we're fans as well, uh-huh. you know. And I think the community also relates to that. But it's all about those relationships that were right. started with just a conversation. Right. So, um, would you feel like you do you think it's hard now still asking for help, or are you? I mean. Do you feel like you don't need the help? Uh, oh, no, no, no. Not talking <laughs> mentally yeah, or yeah, professionally. No, no, we, de- we definitely need the help. Because <laughs> uh, sometimes I, the reason why I ask is sometimes I find it hard to ask for things. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I think, and and maybe this is uh, through through helping start a couple companies, uh, you you realize that you can get beat up pretty bad if you don't yeah. ask for help. Right. Uh, where I've grown pretty comfortable, and thankfully we've got a lot of people around us who, who really – care about our success yeah 
so I, I haven't found it super difficult to ask Good. for help. I, I, it's, it's constant. Like I, Good I, I think it's, it's part of the reason why, why we've become friends yeah. uh, is yeah. because I don't, I yeah, don't, we love just brainstorming right. together yeah. and trying to figure yeah. out ways that we can both be better people yeah. for our community. And we kind of, we kind of throw everything against the wall and yeah. if, if help's needed, we're willfully inviting it yeah. uh, because we, we know we don't don't know the best way to do things yeah. and just like uh, you don't want me brewing anything i mean <laughs> you could learn i bet <laughs> we'll see <laughs> you don't want me brewing anything either <laughs> the guys keep me a long ways from the from the brew house well what's on the docket so we're already a few weeks into the year what's what's coming up for fernson in 2019 any <laughs> Any big news? Yeah, yeah. So uh, just taking a step back, our vision as a company uh, is the most thoughtful beer experiences on earth, uh, going to the design, to the mm-hmm. relationships, to to just how we conduct and make decisions. Um, one of the things that we've been maybe a little uh, frustrated uh, – frustrated would be an ex- uh, extreme, but – uh, we feel like we're missing out on is uh, when when Blake and Derek started the brewery. Their their vision uh, or why they loved beer was that it brought people together. Mm-hmm. And while we have some really great events that that bring people together, I think on a consistent basis we don't get to play that role as much as we would like to. Mm-hmm. Uh, we kind of relegate ourselves to this beer factory on the edge of town. Yep. And, uh, you know, we have some really, really great uh, regulars and supporters who who come through our tap rooms. But uh, And then our, our, our location uh, on 8th Street in downtown Sioux Falls is, is kind of a microcosm of our challenge uh, at the brewery. Uh, you know, it's just on the fringe of downtown. Right. And uh, while we feel like we've built something solid there, uh, it really is a destination yeah. and uh, you have to go there. And so uh, we uh, are actually taking over a space of one of my all-time favorite restaurants in Sioux Falls, uh, the Bros Brasserie space on on Yay, Phillips. Yeah, that's so yeah. awesome. I'm super excited. Ryan from Bros is is joining the Fernson team. It's incredible. Yeah, I think we're going to create like our goal. Oh, that's is a powerhouse. To, our, well, well, thank you. <laughs> I don't know about that. We've got, like I said, we've got a lot to learn. But um, I think we're. Well, what we're shooting for is to create a space that's really fun and communal and yeah. uh, hopefully embracing our neighbors. We've got so many supporters in downtown Sioux Falls, yeah. of, like the restaurant and bar scene, that uh, was really the reason why this decision took so long uh, is because we don't want to step on their toes. And yeah. so we're trying to Makes do sense. we're trying to do very intentional things to to kind of bring them into the mix and make sure that. Uh, this is a positive for everybody. Uh, but Smart. For, for us, yeah, I mean, uh, we have to. Yeah. Uh, we owe it to them. Yeah. They are a big reason why we're right. where we're at. Um, and so, uh, we're, yeah, we're super excited. It's a lot of work. It's it's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> it's I, like more than I ever could have anticipated. But yeah. thankfully, once again, a good team. That uh, the it, cool thing about the, about people in in the beer world or at least around here we get we get crazy amounts of applications to work for us uh and so the people and and, and frankly like if if you want to make a ton of money like the beer world is not the place to do it (laughs) uh and so we've got a team that's like super invested in what we're doing and uh it makes it 
it makes it so nice to, yeah. to have engaged and invested employees. We talked about that just a few minutes ago on a previous um, episode was that it doesn't feel like work sometimes. You know, you are super passionate about what you do. And yeah, you've got the stress and you've got finances and all these different things to do. But when you are passionate about what you do, it doesn't seem like work. And I'm not trying to be cliche right. about it. But there in these last five and a half years, I haven't dreaded coming to the office, right. you know, because you're like, wow, I get to do this, yeah. right? Like, it's such an honor to be a part of all these lives that are being changed. Yeah. And it's an honor for you to be able to have this incredible team that serves beer. Right. Right. But it's creating those experiences and those moments. That's, I think, why an awesome part of having you in downtown Sioux Falls, a little more into downtown anyway. Yeah, right. (laughs) So you can create more of those moments and bring people together. You know, it's just a, it's a feeling you cannot buy. Right. We are, we are super excited about it. Yeah. Congratulations, team. That's so awesome. Thank you. I think it's, uh, it's just going to be the most representative of, of what, the guys have been shooting for since day one. Yeah. Uh, plus we'll have some amazing, like some amazing food kind of appetizers, yeah. small plates, gorgeous outside area. Yeah, That's been my fun part area. for bros for years. Yeah. Yeah. I about had a baby at bros. Really? Yeah. No joke. <laughs> wow. Um, it was, I, yeah, I was, <laughs> I ended up going into labor like two days later, but I started having pains there over lunch. And I'm like, my gosh, this is not happening. That's baby amazing. at bros. But I have a lot of good memories <laughs> at bros, but Congratulations. Yeah, Kudos you. to you guys. Thank you. Yeah, well, we're, ex- we're excited about it. I think the rest of the year, uh, we're going to keep, we've, we've had a couple of fun additions to the team and uh, that we're going to, we're just going to continue to, to keep trying to grow. I think this move to downtown is, I, I think uh, a company wide, whether it's distribution, I, I think, like I said earlier, like the objective is not necessarily to grow, like keep growing geographically. If those opportunities present, great like we'll we'll think about them and and make mm-hmm. those decisions uh we really feel like focusing on our home community and yeah. and really that's sioux falls like uh, we we love the rest of south dakota and we will continue to very strongly support it right. and be there uh but for us sioux falls is home and and i think our biggest right now our biggest supporters but also our biggest opportunities yeah. here good for you guys plus we're gonna make a bunch more beer <laughs> Even better for all of us. More variety. Do you have a favorite? It's fun. Uh, Is that hard? I'm a total flavor of the week guy. I, I, yeah, I, I. Uh, we have our seed series, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is yeah. kind of our our the stuff we brew on our pilot system to kind of do research and development, yeah. and they're usually a little a little. Uh, pushing the envelope a little bit, uh, so the seed series has been really nice for me because I, I can I can be a flavor of the week guy because one of them releases roughly once a week. That's awesome. I think things that we release regularly, uh, Gallivant yeah. is our hazy IPA. Mm-hmm. It's just a big juicy IPA, and yeah. it's amazing. Releasing probably about when this podcast releases. That's incredible. At the end of this week, beginning of next. Wow. Yeah. I'm a big IPA or always you? have been. Are yeah. You? Oh, fun. And Curio. Yeah. You know, you can't. So I so said good. when Joel um, came in the office, I said, Do you want water, tequila, whatever? <laughs> we can do whatever. And we always have ferns in this fridge. We it's so crazy. That. We just, we love it. But thank you. Before I let you go, yeah. I have these top 10 questions that we ask everybody, <laughs> and I'm excited to hear your answers. And I know it's hard to pick favorites, but I'm going to make you narrow a couple things down. Mm-hmm. And I want to hear the first thing that pops into your brain when yeah. we ask these questions. So, 
It's always fun to get Let's to know. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite color? You know, I I love. It's funny when you when you right when you ask this, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, this is so dumb. I'm wearing a green shirt. Uh, I love green. I, do too. I, I grew up playing golf and yeah. still play a lot of golf. Look at and all the green like around you. We have green cut, everywhere. Yeah, 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 I love it. We I love, love green. It. Fresh cut grass or or plants or like I we think there's a, a freshness to life that, yeah. that green brings with it. I love it. Mm-hmm. What about your all time favorite movie? That's a really tricky one. Uh, I <laughs> it's funny that there's this really dumb kind of stoner snowboarding movie called out cold never i've never uh, even heard it's of it zach galifianakis oh it's yeah one of, of his course, first yeah. one of How his fun. first movies i think and uh <laughs> it's it's so you've dumb, seen it a I lot think it's, it's, i've definitely seen it more than any other movie and i think i would have to call it my all-time Good for favorite you. i'll have to look it up <laughs> what about one song on the soundtrack of your life yeah something probably like Something by Marvin Gaye or Sam Cooke. Like, oh, Sam I, Cooke. I don't, I don't think I could choose a specific song, but uh, I like Old Soul, Bill Withers. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, Lovely Day by Bill Withers. Oh, there. that's a good that's one. That's the soundtrack. What about your favorite time of year? I really like September. Yeah. Uh, I, I think it's a, you know, mm-hmm. this kind of cross between summer and yeah, fall. Yeah, the culmination and, and you're getting – Colors are changing yeah. and uh, – People are like trying to trying to hold on to summer before crazy winter comes. It's a good uh, time September, of year. Yeah, September is my favorite time. What about favorite place you've traveled? Man, I know. Yeah, that's a tricky one. Uh, we had a we had in in a high school like when I was transitioning from high school to college. We had a guy from Turkey live with our family for a year. Yeah, my dad's an eye doctor and he yeah. was he was training with with him and he was there for a year. And so we've gone to Turkey a couple times and How cool. uh, it's a it's a totally different place but to have him as tour guide per se and kind of get the locals view. Yeah. uh has been the That's really, incredible. like pretty cool experiences, yeah. Yeah. How long has it been since you've been there? Uh maybe 5 or 6 years. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, and I've only been twice, but uh, it's ama- it's amazing. Hmm. What about your favorite aisle in the grocery store? Ooh. Uh, if you say beer, I'm, you have to give no, a different I'm answer not gonna say, beer. I'm not going to say beer. My <laughs> life is dominated by beer. I, I actually don't drink that much. Like, it's, People it's say just that. constantly I know, we don't around. either. I know, yeah. we don't either. People think as party planners and all these events that you must <laughs> yeah, be schnockered <laughs> 24-7. And I joke about it. I'm like, oh, you want some tequila? But yeah. we really, we don't. Uh, the cereal aisle, either oh. fruit, fruit or cereal. cereal. Uh, yeah, yeah. You could eat I cereal for every I even, meal. I don't necessarily even eat that much cereal, but I just think it's fun. Hmm. Yeah. What about a superpower? If you could have any superpower, I would like to fly. Mm. Or, I mean, going back in time would be really cool too. Or seeing the future, but flying would be novelty fun. of flying <laughs> seems like an amazing. Uh, an amazing superpower. So if you were to have a meal with one person, share one meal with one person, living or dead, if you're talking about time travel or whatever, Ooh. would it be any – who would it be? One person. And the meals like now? Yeah. You can have it – yep. Alive, they could be alive or uh, – pro- Honestly, it's, and it sounds kind of cliche, but my grandma, uh, she died when I was like seven, eight, nine. Mm-hmm. And so I don't think I fully – like understood her as a person or had time to even yeah just be with her i think uh that yeah yeah she was cool she came from lebanon she Mm, yeah she like her childhood was in lebanon and then she moved here and 
uh, I've got more people that just tell stories about her. Like there, I was at Cafea and and a guy, we started talking and he was like, I went to the Washington High School, the pavilion. And uh, we just, I, I was doing the math in my head. I was like, you seem like you would maybe be about her age. And I asked if he happened to know her and he was like, she was the most amazing. Oh, and how cool like had, is that? I mean, we talked for an hour about her. Wow. And he had all these stories. Yeah, it was cool. But that would be an incredible. I didn't really yeah. know her. Yeah. I mean, eight-year-olds know something, but no. Nah. <laughs> I don't give eight-year-old Joel that much Yeah, but credit. to have that, that type of connection and conversation right, right. would be so different on this yeah. scale. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Thank you. What about <laughs> a meal um, that you would eat for the rest – or one food um, that you would eat for the rest of your life? Would it be cereal? No, it wouldn't. Okay. Uh, going back to my grandma being from Lebanon, yeah. uh, my m- mom – so my grandma it was my dad's mom, uh, but she taught my mom how to cook Lebanese food. And uh, there's these little – you can get them at Sanaz. Um, I love Sanaz, but yeah, I know it's so funny with a food like that how you're so – you're such a homer. Yeah. Like, it will never be my. It will never be my mom's or my yeah. grandma's. Uh, it's called fataya. Oh, like yeah, these yeah, little, yeah, yeah, yeah. These little like meat pies. Yeah. Uh, I could totally eat those for the rest of my life. Hmm. One last question: What's the best piece of advice that you would have um, for somebody? Best piece of advice? Yeah, keep asking for help. Going back to that question yeah. earlier, like, don't be afraid of screwing up. Don't be afraid of throwing out bad ideas, and keep asking for help. Because like, there's, I don't know. I think. I think people are scared or, or hesitant to to throw out something that is embarrassing or bad. Yeah, I agree. And if you want to if you want to build something, especially like ninety nine percent of your ideas are going to be terrible. My husband uh, always says like it's the um, it's tuition, right? I mean, right. as long as you learn right. from it, that's the big thing. Right. If you're not learning and you're just making mistake after mistake, same right. thing, then you're in trouble. Right. But you need to be able to learn from yeah. those mistakes. Yeah. So. But being willing to make them, yeah, uh, for sure, is. Uh, transformative yeah i love this time together this is so fun thank you so much for having me and (laughs) or having you yeah yeah, thank you for having me (laughs) uh we are at fernson here soon we're hosting an event here coming up soon so we're excited two weeks yeah fun we're we're always excited you guys i mean you do the best job of anybody whoever comes in and and hosts an event so thank you we're we're excited to have you yeah happy new year yeah happy new year to you too i'm excited about it yeah thanks joel thanks Addie. Thank you for listening to today's episode of The Good Work, and a special thank you to Joel Thompson for joining us and for sharing Ernson's story. Tune in next week as we talk about 2019 and the trends to expect at events in the new year. Don't forget to subscribe to The Good Work on YouTube and iTunes and follow the event company on social media to stay up to date on the good work that we are part of each day.